Hello, me more, ladies and gents, and welcome back to the podcast. It's your host, Lily, the stunning, but above all, humble individual that is coming to bless you with her voice. Episode 14. Who knew we'd make it this far? I love when people say things like that because, like, I could make 600 episodes, and if no one listens, like, I can still get to 600. So it's like you, like, you absolutely could get to episode 14, Lily. But it's great that people are listening. Do you know what I mean? That's just an added bonus to it all. But how are we doing, guys? How how's the pandemic treating you besides destroying yourself bit by bit every day? I honestly I can't help but just know that when the vaccine hits my bloodstream and I'm back out on the streets, like I I wonder honestly how in future challenges, like I think honestly someone could shoot me in the head or stab me in the side and I'll just heal. I'll heal because I'm like, I've been through so much worse than this. Yes, I'm referring to staying inside in the comfort of my own home while a vicious virus circulates the world. But still, like, it's an uphill battle. And I'm just like, I think I'm immune to all the bullshit now. I can't wait to see the person that I'm going to be in society because I'd be scared of her too. Before we get into this week's app, let's just do some housekeeping, guys. You know how much I love that word. Um, some announcements, some housekeeping. So actually, it's not really announcements. It's just general catch up. The world's obviously chaos on wheels. But then it took Prince Philip about like is that disrespectful to say that way well to be honest with you okay he's like a super racist and also like was 100% cheating on Queen Lizzie but so like I wouldn't say he's an exemplary person to be honest with you I think the whole royal family has got a lot of things to be questioned on and they never will they're literally feed a pedophile on a silver platter Prince Andrew I'm 100% referring to you so whatever about his passing I'm here for the racist royal family at this time but I was physically screaming at the Diana memes. Like, I just feel for Diana because she's about to experience a seriously awkward encounter in heaven or hell or maybe whenever they, wherever they cross over um, or wherever she comes across him. It's, it's a classic, like, when you bump into your old secondary school teacher in a supermarket and you're like, oh my God, I want to avoid you, but we're both here. Diana is about to bump into her old PE teacher and I'm so sorry that you have to deal with this because he should have been rid of his shit but unfortunately you're gonna have to cope with seeing him again here for you at this time princess d and the encounter you're gonna have to go through up there honestly i think of you and your revenge black dress at least three times a week all joking aside though guys i did buy a kind of replica of the princess diana revenge black dress i got it from aym i don't know if you guys know that brand they're genuinely phenomenal it makes me physically gag the clothing brands that are still alive and well and the greenwashing that goes on but AYM is so ethical lol I wish this was sponsored like I'm crying on my mic like I wish this was sponsored but I think they put up a post the other day of Addison Ray wearing one of their clothes so I'm like well fuck's sake I'm definitely not gonna have any chance of being sponsored now because I don't plan on becoming best friends with a 40 year old Kardashian so like this is not gonna work but they have the most phenomenal dresses and I've just ordered a black number and I'm not gonna lie to you guys I am going to shut down society like the whole world shall stop I'm not saying it's going to cure all the diseases and COVID but the black dress is that powerful I'm not sure the effect it's gonna have so it was just interesting that I bought the revenge Diana dress and then Prince Philip dies lol all jokes RIP Prince Philip but yeah that's probably the most exciting thing that's happened to me recently Jesus fucking wept at the boredom of my life anything else that happened to me oh my god yeah so I bought 
got AirPods. So I've never purchased AirPods before because I just never had that disposable income because I spent it aggressively going out and on alcohol. No regrets, of course. But now that I spend my life staring at a wall and I can't socialize, the cash has been accumulated. Now, I know I'm very late to the game and everything, but to be honest with you, I'm not here to adhere to society's standards. And it's kind of hilarious because the reason that I got it was because my laptop earphone jack has broken. I love the way I, this laptop is also new because I was like, I need a new laptop for college. Hashtag education, hashtag my priority is knowledge. So, and obviously I don't know why I felt the need to justify getting a laptop for college. Like buy whatever the fuck you want. Anyway, (laughs) but the earphone jack just stopped working. And I'm just like, Apple, you are genuinely the biggest scam since Coney 2012. Like this is a joke, but I still keep buying from you. Like I just bought, I just obviously bought Apple AirPods, even though a new laptop I bought quite literally broke within three months. Oh my God, they planned this. Oh my God, sorry, conspiracy theory. So you know the way, obviously, once you start saying shit about your phone or maybe the new software update comes or a new iPhone comes out, that your old one starts to implode and the iCloud storage is suddenly full, even though you literally have two videos on your phone. So then you have to buy another one. The reason I bought AirPods is because my earphone jack broke and I can't send it off at the moment because I physically cannot be without my laptop for two weeks. No lie. So I'm like, I'm going to have to wait till summer to get this laptop fixed. I was like, okay, Lily why don't you buy AirPods for yourself now that you've saved up money because you can't socialize anymore and you can connect them to the laptop so you don't need to use the earphone jack. Oh my God, Steve Jobs just robbed me blind and I've just figured it out. Apple is the cult I'm going to just stay signed up to and Steve Jobs is the shepherd and I am the sheep. I understand Steve Jobs is deceased, but he was the OG. So I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Anyway, so that happened. So if you guys see me walking around with AirPods and the Diane Anna revenge black dress you did you did you did see that bitch and feel free to ask for a photo two meters apart though I don't want to catch any diseases from you so yeah guys that's me I'm basically becoming a new person um so yeah I hope you guys can recognize me sorry that was about 10 minutes of housekeeping but I just I got passionate there about my airpods and my black dress also guys I'm not a doctor I'm not someone who can sit upon their high horse and necessarily tell people how to live their lives but I think people seem to think that vitamin D is the prescribed Pfizer vaccine because the sun hath come out and COVID hath disappeared somehow. Um, People can, of course, live their lives. They always will. But I'm just, I would love to meet the mother with the titanium vagina that's given birth to 70 people because apparently all of them are from the same household and sitting in Stephen's Green together. I would love to see the home that houses all these people and the mother that raised all these children. It must have been such a tough life for her. It's interesting. I think at the end of the day, of course, you need socialization to stay sane. But St. Stephen's Green looked like electric picnic. Like I was waiting for someone to start setting up tents. It was quite packed now. Whatever about the government and the part they play in the fact no one's fucking vaccinated. Okay, people are, but like not a lot. The rate that the government is distributing a single vaccine. Honestly, I think this is what I kind of imagine it as. Each vaccine that the government tries to give to someone, it's like trying to take a sticky sticker off the back of a frame or like a package. You know, you try peel off the sticker 
but then like you end up fucking it up with tears you're like oh shit you're like maybe if i like wet it or something you wet it with some cold water no that doesn't work it's actually making it worse maybe some warm water and soap then like you've just really like stuck it in there so then you like get a knife or like a fork and start scraping it and then there's just like residues and you've like spent time trying to like buffer out the residue of this sticky sticker and then finally you're done that is i think how long it takes for one vaccine to be given and i'm just kind of like i'm not a government official i'm not a doctor i'm not going to pretend that i know what goes on behind closed doors but do i think that i could do a better job yes because for a start i would call me the greatest showman i would set up a circus tent the size of fucking alaska and everyone just queue up and jab 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 that's it and with with regards to accumulating all the vaccines and getting all the vaccines into ireland like i will flash someone a tit at this point if it means we get those vaccines in because we're not that big a country so i'm not here to make comments on how the government should do their job but also can you just do your job thank you so much that's all from me and my opinion on the irish government in this pandemic So yeah, guys, that's what's been on my mind recently. So I thought I would just share that with you. And as we come to episode 14, guys, season one is coming to a close. I love calling it seasons. I do. I honestly feel so official. And like, to be honest with you, I'm not even wearing a bra recording this right now. So it's just amazing. The vibes you can give off that simply aren't true. But I'm loving it. I'm loving it that we're on episode 14. I love that season one's coming to a close. Now, in my head, you know, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. I had a general plan for season one and that was for you guys to get to know me you know to understand me as a person and you know to share some of my hilarious anecdotes along the way and I try to hit aspects of my life that have played a big part of my life up until now in the past episode so you guys can really get a a sense of who you're dealing with and whether you want to keep listening so I think up until this point I've definitely given you guys a good source of that and with regards to season two I've absolutely nothing in the works and because I am living in a pandemic but I've got a lot of ideas and those ideas will eventually be in the works and then hopefully it will all become a reality at the moment a theme song is in the works with andre bocelli and jed root so that's pretty exciting lol in my actual dreams but anyway season two vibes hopefully the world will kind of be putting a shit together to be honest with you this is going to be in a few weeks so like i don't know why i'm expecting to literally get a vaccine delivered to my door by this point but i'm just hoping to have guests on and lols and shit you know what i mean but like look we've got big plans whether we'll be able to do that with covid we don't know but stick with me guys you'll be entertained nonetheless but yeah so basically with regards to season one she shall be ending on episode 15 and then i'll be taking a wee break because at that point lily will be finishing up college and yeah just resetting my life resetting my life for my future my future will literally be the exact same as this because the irish government will not be able to get a vaccine out by that point but i mean i'm just gonna take a hot minute of a break to you know figure out what i'm doing with my life so basically long story short after episode 15 probably gonna take like three weeks break maybe a month i don't know who knows guys i might meet the love of my life we might run off together at that point yeah it didn't sound right coming out of my mouth either and um, but yeah guys so that will be season one finito <laughs> i cringe so much of myself saying taking a break as if i'm like i'm done with the acting world i just want to make music anyway just so you guys know after episode 15 there'll be a little bit of a break but anyway for episode 14 i just i kind of wanted to fill in some blanks of just random anecdotes about me you know i think the purpose of the last few eps is to really fill you guys in and what my life has been up until this point so i was thinking about what to talk about in the 
this app, I was like, I kind of just want to talk about random stories that I have that I was like, it doesn't fit into any theme and I'm not going to base an episode around it. But like, this is really fucking funny and I just want to tell you guys. So that's what we're going to do, you know? I feel like the whole season one is just getting to know me. And I'm not talking about the fact that I'm, my rising moon is Leo, my horizontal sun is Venus and my backwards somersaulting reverse moon is Capricorn. I mean the real shit, you know, you know. I love astrology, I do. I actually want to do an app on astrology with someone who actually knows about it because I'd love to know my proper terminology for like what moon I am and stuff. So when someone's like, you're being a dick and I'm like, no, my Venus moon is rising. Shut your mouth. So yeah, I'm just sitting here. I was thinking about having a G&T, but it is 2 p.m. in the afternoon. So I'm gonna have a coffee and just, I just had a random stories. I actually like, can I stop talking about the random stories? I'm so crazy and random and just fucking talk about them. Okay. I don't know what I'm gonna call this. This is truly kind of what I wanted the podcast to be, which is just really me talking as if I'm literally sending you a random ass voice message. I feel like some episodes definitely have structure. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise it's just chaos on wheels, but you kind of, I think there's the balance between there and I think we just found it guys congratulations anyway so my friend <laughs> reminded me of this story the other day when I was on Erasmus in Spain and I had been originally I went like I went completely by myself I kind of knew people there but like I didn't but uh, like the beginning of my Erasmus versus two months in is so funny like I honestly felt like I wasn't it was kind of funny I feel like the first month I was like a hippie finding myself and I just start, I socialized with the most random fucking people ever because I didn't know anyone so I kind of just got to know everyone and then like found like solid friend groups and stuff but anyway this is all irrelevant to the story anyway so basically purpose of me telling you that is that I used to literally just walk around by myself a lot at the beginning like for the first like two weeks but like I just was loving my life walking around by myself you know walking around my Erasmus city making it my own being the main character and I remember I was walking through the centre and um, I was in Valencia in Spain and I was walking walking through the center and I was jamming out to Katy Perry or something like honestly the main character and this guy I could just see this guy coming up to me and I'm not making generalizations but Spanish men like they're so up in your face sometimes they're like oh hola and I'm like addy fucking out like go away anyway so I kind of could see this guy coming up to me and I'm like I actually swear to god like I know I'm like I literally at this point was a milk bottle like I was so fail I don't tan anyway so me at the beginning of my Spanish journey I was as pale as you can possibly get not that I got any better but I probably was sweating buckets as well like I love the way I assumed he was fully about to propose to me but anyway he comes up to me and he like was waving his hand on my face and I was like I didn't didn't even bother to take out my earphones I was like no gracias like me and my leaving cert level of Spanish genuinely got a H4 anyway and he was like hola 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 and I was like no gracias like no gracias adios and I literally to the point I almost put my hand to his face because he was getting so close to me and I just and there was kind of a, a crowd in front of me and I was like oh it's probably just a group of Spanish people congregated together Spanish teens whatever about like I feel like Irish like knacker teens when they like group together and they're just super fucking scary in front of you Spanish teens are so much scarier because I feel like they've got a lot more energy they like move much quicker or something I don't know anyway so I was like oh my god group of teens ahead of me like there's danger to my right danger to my front like so I was kind of like keep your head down just you know pass the crowd and just keep going get away from this weirdo guy and he's shouting at me like I can hear him over his music he's like he's like espera espera which translation means wait 
<laughs> didn't mean for this to become an educational podcast anyway uh i was like how do you oh like and i walk <laughs> i walk across the center and next thing like i just hear shouting all over like and everyone's just screaming at me i was like what the fuck i had walked they were filming something i don't know whether it was for like a movie or whether it was just like some documentary or something i literally walked in the middle of this <laughs> scene of people recording this show your man worked for the the filming crew and was trying to get me to stop because it was an open set and they were filming and I just walked in the middle of it and I literally like I just looked to my right and they're just massive cameras and like this guy literally like sitting in a director's chair and I was like uh and everyone was like and I was like holy fucking shit Lily like you are not the main character in this situation the main character is the person that was trying to do their scene and you've just walked in the middle of it and I got honestly classic me like not admitting defeat until I absolutely have to I honestly pretended I didn't know what was going on and just kept walking but like I couldn't keep walking forward because there was like loads of like film shit so I actually had to go like towards the camera to like get away and so I literally walk so I go into the middle of this documentary scene I stop in the middle of the camera then I walk towards the camera to get like out of the scene and the director is genuinely about to drop kick me and I'm like fair enough and the way that I went like it it was like right beside a main road so like the only way I could walk past that was like to literally go in the main street so like I just keep walking and I'm so focused on getting out of the movie scene that I notice I literally like walk into a cycle lane I almost get hit by a bike then I start running and then I realize like I'm on like this main road and the cars are beeping and going mental and when I say I was still trying to play a cool I still hadn't taken my earphones out of my ears I was literally trying to pretend like I was oblivious to the fact that I have interrupted a movie scene and nearly knocked down a cyclist and got hit by a car and then I finally got to the other side of the main road and I just honestly looked back everyone down to the sound guy was staring at me including like the cars were still beeping out of pure disgust of my jaywalking and I honestly just kept walking and I think honestly the best part of that was at this point I literally had no mates so like I did that by myself I continued to walk by myself back to my apartment by myself and I was just like what the actual fuck just happened but it was absolutely gas also a super random story that I remember on the romantic side of things I remember once I was I met this guy on tinder and we were talking and it's actually so wild to think about the amount of nights out I used to go on like I, I do be going out like five times a week like four times a week like during college like actually hilarious anyway I remember we were all out one night and I'd been texting this guy on tinder and of course like once my lips hit the gin like I'm officially in need of attention so uh, we were out and about and then I was like okay like as much as I love girls night I need to go get my bitch so I texted him he was like oh are you out as well and he was and I was like okay gorgeous like I guess our first romantic encounter is gonna be going back to my house and doing bits like while I'm literally while I'm Liddy on gin but anyway so first of all so he was in a taxi and was like collecting me on the way get in the taxi first of all for a second I genuinely thought I got in the wrong taxi because I was like you don't look like your photo you do not look like your photo like if you're that photo of you being extremely handsome with a dog in one hand and a Guinness in the other genuinely identifying as that pink salmon shirt that you're wearing like obviously the cliches were there in the pic but like you looked great so I was like fuck it um like if you were that photo babe like I'm a fucking leggy blonde it was a bit rude do you know what I mean but I was like at the same time like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I look like all of my dating profile pics 
all the time but it was a bit like I was like are you the taxi driver like did you did my tinder date get in the front seat for the lols because like I don't recognize you anyway I'm not gonna sit here on my high horse but you know you're just kind of like oh but like I'm still down so anyway we were going back in the taxi he was actually started being kind of rude I feel like he was and I say this knowing I am obviously very South Dublin as well like hence my voice but there's just something about an arrogant South Dublin boy that you know really do, do be turning me off um but he was just like he kept talking about the brunch he had tomorrow with his friends and I'm just like I genuinely didn't ask and like once he had brought up his rugby career at least three times on the way back in the taxi and how many baby Guinness shots he bought for his friends I was like okay I don't think this is going to be a modern tale romance but like still want to get my bit so I was like okay like let's do this then we got back and I was quite drunk at this point and I was kind of like you know when you're like giddy and having the lols with someone but they're just not a giddy or lol person and I was kind of like you are just rude but like we're gonna still go for it anyway long story short so at this point now okay when we'd initially got in the taxi like the night out was over like it was I'd say about 3am so then by the time we were like back home you know got to the point that like bits were about to be done I'd, I'd say it was like ha- about five in the morning close to maybe like half five and whatever and I don't okay to be fair I will take responsibility in this situation as well but like I'm just so embarrassing like the things that come out of my mouth like I just I think I do have a filter to an extent but also some stuff I've said I'm like shut your mouth do you know what I mean but anyway I hate describing stuff like that on the pod I feel like I'm writing a saucy romance novel you know but instead of 50 shades of grey this situation was 50 shades of nay so whatever things are getting a bit hot and heavy and don't ask me why I said this in this situation I don't know why I said this would you remember that show that used to be on TV dating in the dark I just I I found that show so entertaining and I like the day before I went down a YouTube wormhole and ended up watching an episode of that and to be honest with you like no regrets it's actually a really fucking funny show Um, like it's blatantly people meeting in darkness and then seeing each other and being like you're ugly I'm not gonna continue to get with you but they pretend it's an emotional reason like it's so good if you guys don't know what dating in the dark is people literally date in the dark and then they see each other and then they decide whether they want to be together more likely than not they're ugly and they say no anyway so it was <laughs> like obviously we were in the room like it was dark like we were in my bedroom it was dark and we're just getting together and I just go this is like dating in the dark <laughs> now keep in mind this is obviously the first time we're meeting it's literally 5am on a Thursday so clearly not a date obviously a bit of a terrifying statement so I don't know why I said that you know you're kind of drunk and you're kind of just like you just say stupid shit you know the usual anyway so I go it, this is like dating in the dark and he's like what did you just say I was like this is like dating in the dark and he's like this isn't a date and I was like I was more referring to the fact it was like pitch black in the room but he obviously fixated on the date part which is so so fair like I think if I actually took out a hose and sprayed him with ice cold water it would have killed the mood less than me saying that and he sat up and he was like this isn't a date and I was like oh my god Lily like just shut your mouth like I didn't I did not want to be on a date with this guy like to be honest with you thinking about it now he kind of repulsed me but you know when you just let's just get involved like you know like we both want attention at this point <laughs> At this point, it was literally half five in the morning and he wouldn't shut up about the fact he had brunch with his friends at like 11. So I was like, okay, congratulations. I do not care. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to get going. I got to go to brunch. And I'm like, it's 6 a.m. Like it is 6 a.m. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, it was just so clearly obvious that um, it was just so violently awkward because I had accidentally said that we were on an episode of Dating in the Dark. And I was like, it's 6 a.m. He was like, yeah, but like, I just need to make sure I'm on time. I'm like, your brunch isn't 
five hours physically impossible for you to be late at this point like I wasn't even saying that to the point that I was like stay I was more being like just call it as it is like I made it weird like let's just both accept it so we can move on with our lives and he literally got up and just got dressed and I just kind of sat there and the worst thing was that the lock on my door he couldn't get it open like I was gonna let him let himself out like things were pretty fucking violently awkward and I was just gonna let him you know exit stage left by himself and and he couldn't get the bolt on one of the doors. And I was like, what the fuck did I actually just get with? Like, you don't even know how to open a door. But anyway, and I so I had to come down, <laughs> just like awkwardly open this bolt and just be like, enjoy your brunch, even though it is 6.05 a.m. in the morning. Super tragic. But it was kind of one of those things. It was like, I really, this is not going anywhere except this situation. So like, I don't really care that I've said embarrassing things. But it was more his just like abrupt departure. It is simply comical. Also, another random story that I was remembering about my life. This is kind of like, this is a bit weird, but it's also something that I'm like, oh my God, that actually genuinely taught me a life lesson. This isn't a Buddha moment now, but it's kind of just one of those like, oh, moments. Do you know what I mean? So this was back to two Christmases ago. So obviously COVID was not with us at this time. And anyway, I was on afters after a night out and we were, everyone was outside. We were just chatting and chilling. And then a guy that was there that like, I'm kind of friends with, I'm not really that good friends with but like you know to be honest within Dublin like everyone knows everyone you you know you just kind of vibe with everyone at afters you know it's a safe space anyway so we're all sitting there chilling and obviously I'm being a gas bitch and making people laugh because it's what I do for a living and he was a bit drunk and I could tell but you know when someone's drunk that it's not like they're like super messy but it's like truth serum do you know what I mean it's like before they go into a slur that like they're actually speaking a bit of truth here and he turns to me and he was like can I just say something I was like nervous but yes go ahead and he was like look to be honest if you were a guy like you would be you'd just be considered you know that guy that everyone wants to be around you know like such good vibes so funny he's like but because you're a girl you just come across as a bitch I was like, that is the most backhanded compliment I've ever received in my life. Um, Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that feedback. But I was like, honestly, so fair. So I look, I'll put my hands up. I've made some mean jokes in the past. But I think if I was a man, they might have been received differently. I'm not blaming the fact that I have a vagina. Like if I was being a dick, I was being a dick. Fair enough. But oh, sorry, I didn't mean to use that example. If I was being an arsehole, I was being an arsehole. Do you know what I mean? But I was like, so fair, honestly, so fair. Like, I feel like at times where if I was a guy, I would be just considered funny and gas because I'm a girl. You're just being a bitch and you're just being like loud and annoying. Do you know what I mean? That like, you know, he was kind of getting at that. And I was like, that's honestly so fucking fair. Um, and I can't really argue with that. I'm obviously going to keep you living my life the way I am, but that does make sense. So yeah, but it was so funny. Like he just said it outright in the middle of the afters. And I was like, honestly, I think if you said that to anyone else but me, like they would have taken it badly. But I was like, honestly, fair. This isn't something that's a mystery to me. I think sometimes I'm received as a bitch, but I'm not actually, I'm not really a bitchy person at all. I don't believe in that. I think the times that I'm genuinely bitchy is probably times that I'm hating my own life. So I've just decided to be rude, but I never want to be outright rude to people. But I think at times when like I make jokes, I'm not talking about just straight up like rude jokes that aren't funny. Just, you know, sometimes a bit of brutal humor that is still funny without like being disrespectful. I think if I said that being a guy, it would have been received differently. And like, it was clearly obvious. Like clearly that's how people had seen me 
you because he just said that to me. So I was like, fair enough, like, but your opinion of me is not my responsibility, but I do understand where you're coming from. To patriarchy, guys, it's an uphill battle every day. This podcast is so random, but we're just going to keep going random stories that I was remembering. Also a story that I have for you guys and an update to update you guys to my life so far. As I'm presuming all of you guys listened to the podcast where I talked about Yacht Boy. If you guys didn't, I don't understand why you're disloyal. Please go back and listen to all my episodes. But if you did, we have an update. We have an update that isn't necessarily surprising because all men are trash. But so basically, guys, for the backstory of those who don't understand, when I was on Erasmus, I was seeing this guy on and off. I wouldn't even say seeing. I was technically using him to avail of a 90 foot yacht that he was babysitting at the time. He was basically the only person on the yacht. He's just taking care of it like dog sitting, except, you know, you're sitting on a hundred foot yacht. So, and look, to be honest with you, would he have been my type without the yacht? Technically, no, but we got to look at the whole picture here. So anyway, I was getting with this guy and having gas, gas times on this yacht. Um, And to be honest with you guys, if you're going to put one person on the scale of more into the other, he was so into me. I never, like, sometimes I initiate when I was like okay I'm super bored would love to have some lols and Prosecco on a yacht but most of the time he's always texting me he's like what are your plans tomorrow what are your plans this weekend what are your plans for our children like he was kind of like he was more into me for sure so I was like fair enough and when I put up that pod a girl that was on Erasmus with me as well apparently he was also had another woman on the yacht. He also had another French girl on the yacht that she knew. So while I'm sitting there thinking I'm the only one that is in the captain's quarters, that is pretending to steer the boat at the front, turns out that was all a lie. Turns out I was the other woman. So like even honestly, because I was technically using him for the yacht, I I didn't feel bad, but there definitely was a part of me that I was like, this is kind of bitchy. But now I'm like, you know what? Never feel bad for doing what the hell you want because he was clearly doing what the hell he wants as well. Apparently there was another French woman. I hope she wasn't hiding while I was there. One would hope so not. Like there was two floors to the yacht. So now I don't know what to believe. Was she upstairs the whole time? I don't know. I really don't. But yeah, guys, upsetting. Like even the guys who cook you lobster give you moe for dinner. Even their trash. Even their trash. I don't know who to believe anymore. I think I'm going to become celibate because at this point I can't keep up with the disloyalty. Also, <laughs> super random, but also a guy from the Netherlands that I was getting with and went on a few dates with during Erasmus. I'm not joking you guys, like I did not date before Erasmus and then I became a genuine serial dater and I was the hottest commodity to grace the earth with her presence since Princess Diana herself. Like I was the bitch, you know? But anyway, a guy that I went on a few dates with, I put a story up on my Instagram the other day and it was, it was a photo of, there are these 10 out of 10 Polaroid photos from my parents' wedding and my mom is just absolutely glowing. Like my, I love my dad, like love him so much. He is the light of my life, but like he was punching severely. Like, wow. But anyway, uh, but anyway, I put up pics of that on my story and he, I, you know, there's times like this. It's like, why are we still following each other? We still follow each other on Instagram. And I'm just like, I don't really know why. Because like, are you going to come over to Ireland? Am I going to go over to the Netherlands? No, like we haven't spoken in two years. But anyway, and he reacted to that story. Like, you know, the 100th reaction. And I was like, can I help you? 
like is everything okay and I literally went into it and he had deleted it so bless him like it was it was a slip of the thumb it was an accident but it just brought brought me back to those days and I was kind of like why are we following each other like do you know what I mean but at the same time like he was hot content so it's always nice to see your achievements as well do you know so you don't necessarily want to unfollow your achievements in life but anyway I'm trying to think of other random anecdotes that I can just throw in here and that just didn't really fit in any other episodes of season one one time I went to extreme effort to make a guy breakfast and I made him I do not cook like I cannot emphasize enough guys how much I don't cook I wish I need to do it more 100% but like I'm not talented in that way like I was making French toast and I had to look up how to make French toast because I just did not know and anyway I made him French toast and he I, I served it to him and I was like qua fucking zine like cuisine like there you go like you're welcome and he genuinely took one bite of it and spat it out like he was a dog vomiting he just literally spat back out the food and he was like that tastes gross and I was like, I hate men, but I also hate my fucking cooking. So, so fair. But like how tragic, honestly, working away in the kitchen, doing my fucking best to come out and he spits the food out back out onto the plate. Like he's a mama bird trying to feed his babies. It was so embarrassing. And I was just kind of like, and that was literally all the food we had in the house. Like I used literally all the bread and the eggs that were left in the house to make French toast. <laughs> it was like taking just toast and eggs that I had. And I was like, you could have just literally made him that. But I was like, no, 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 let's combine them together and literally get rid of all the resources that we had to make a meal he didn't want so yeah that's me I think at this point, you know, the purpose of this episode, besides it being kind of chaotic shit, um, I agree, is that you guys really understand the person I am. And ultimately, I am a gas bitch who is, that is sometimes received as being bitchy, perhaps. I cannot cook, although I will put my confident foot forward and try anyway, even if it's literally spat back in my face. Um, My romantic history is Romeo and Juliet tragedy without the romance part in it and I've no idea what I'm doing at any time but even if I'm walking through a movie set I that is a closed set you know you just have to keep going just keep going towards that camera even if the director is shouting get the fuck off my set take your earphones out and please get off my set do you know I think ultimately guys as long as you understand from this episode that I'm a train wreck who continues to live her best life every day I think we've achieved what we wanted to achieve today so guys that's the episode I'm not sure what that was and I'm not sure what to call this. Um, Considering, I think I did give you guys a lot of tips on how to lose a guy. So I might call it how to lose a guy in 10 seconds. Just say you're dating in the dark when you're literally on a Tinder hookup or just cook him food in general. So yeah, that's how to lose a guy in 10 seconds, guys. That is the point of this podcast. (laughs) Perfect. Makes sense to me. It's a title. Anyway, guys, that's the app. I hope you guys enjoyed me blabbing on and living my best life doing so. And I hope you guys have a glorious day, week, month, year, whatever it is. And a gentle reminder to you, although life is, is a roller coaster that only seems to be going down at this point, all will be well. At the end of the day, this is still life right now. And I think you just got to do whatever the fuck you need to do for yourself. And that's it. I think that's all you can focus on at this point. Because life is still now and life will be later when the vaccine hits all of our bloodstreams. And I can't wait to see you guys from across the dance floor someday. You probably won't recognize me because I'll be in my revenge Diana dress with my AirPods in because that's just who I'm going to identify as when my orders come. But I hope that we can share a glance across the dance floor someday. G&T in hand. Barely can hold eye contact because the drunk eyes have come in. But 
we know we made it. And I think those times are closer than we think. But also not really because the government doesn't know how to distribute vaccines. So, okay, I'm, I don't know what point I was trying to make there. Okay, apologies. Let's try to end on a positive note. Good times are ahead, guys, but good times can also be now. And whatever that is for you, whether it's you need a G&T right now listening to this, whether it's 11 a.m. on a Wednesday or 8 p.m. on a Saturday, whatever it is, guys, just do what you got to do for yourself. Do what you can do every day and that's enough because it's you. Regards to our final segment of if you have the fear, just know. If you have the fear, just know you didn't do all the things I just described before. Um, So how bad can your life really be? So yeah, guys, that's the pod. Just some closing wise words that have been important to me this week that I wanted to share with you guys. Comparison is the thief of joy. So stop comparing yourself to other people because it literally is doing nothing to nourish yourself. And also stop caring whether people like you or not because you don't even like everyone. Do you know what I mean? Like when I find myself in moments, which I do, we're all human where I'm just like, oh, like, you know, and you kind of like for one second to care what this person thinks. It's like, I don't even like everyone. So why in God's fuck would I spend my time caring if people like me or not? Like, your opinion is not my responsibility. And so keep doing you. Keep being a good moral compass of you and do whatever the hell you need to do for yourself. Self-love is real love. So guys, that was the Get Involved podcast, episode 14. Look at us go. We're flying. So much love to you all. Thank you for the endless support. Stay safe and stunning. Much love. I'm your stunning, but above all humble host, Lily. This is a Get Involved podcast. Ciao, me amores.